right, that's five seconds. Okay. Orale. What's up, homies? Welcome to the Chino and Homeboy podcast. <laughs> this is part two from the last podcast that we started. Uh, and then I don't know exactly where I'm going to post this. Probably Monday or Wednesday. We'll call it Wicked Wednesdays, right? Wicked Wednesdays? Wicked Wednesdays, that's right. Wicked Wednesdays. Right. Uh, last time we were talking about freelance work. And Hank Jones had to make a uh, dramatic decision. Yeah, to, a very uh, tough one. Yeah, very tough one. That's right. Oh, uh, here's a problem with calling this one a part two, though. What's the problem? This is going to come, like, on Wednesday, the whole COVID ivermectin thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It'll still be a hot topic. It'll All still right. be a hot topic. All right. It's Wednesday. I don't know what I'm talking by, about. By Wednesday, <laughs> the mandates might be in place, and That's there true. might be riots outside. Oh, you know? hell yeah. Hell yeah. There might be shit. There might be. So, yeah, we're pre-recording this uh, for shits and giggles and testing shit because, you know, y'all motherfuckers seem to be fucking uh, pickiest shit. They're finicky. finicky. That's the point. Right? Yep. Hell yeah. Like, we get 50, right? we get 50 views and y'all motherfuckers just watch like two and a half minutes and be like, I'm out. Like, put it in your background, bitch. Look, look. Channel to, like, what? you know, five in the morning and shit. We, we're working time. <laughs> we're, we're what? A couple minutes in part two? Just burp and do a dick joke and we're done. I know, right? <laughs> I know. I know. That's it. I'm working on, I'm working on the burp. I'm drinking water. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to come up with a dick joke. <laughs> All right. I'm going to practice. I'm going to practice my spontaneity, you know, my, my, my stand up. Right. Right. So, so, um, so what so, do we, what? So, yeah. Uh, we're gonna be late on this, but it's a uh, it's nine eleven weekend. That's right. Yes. Um, and so, weekend. in honor of nine eleven, we're gonna share what we were actually doing on nine eleven. I'll go first because mine is probably the most benign, and y'all okay. y'all two are probably the more more exciting. I know this some is the, This is the reason why I told you we should have done nine eleven first and put all the other stuff at the end. <laughs> I thought I thought we were going for the mega. The mega, uh, mega size episode. So, <laughs> oh yeah, no. I, I did. I did not. I did not expect the freelance thing to take a fucking hour. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Right? You know what? You know, what? I, 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 I'm glad it did though because I, I was, I was stimulated by that conversation. I really was. Okay. Well, it's accomplished. Well, you yeah. know what? You know what? As we do on the Chino and Homeboy podcast, we just make our own goddamn rules. And you know what? I posted <laughs> this shit first. That freelance one we're talking about, like, hey, stay tuned to part two. All right, so this is part one. We're going, yeah, we're going, we're going into the turnstile. We're going to turnstile. Oh, by the way, I've watched watched that movie three more times this week. Oh man, dude, you're obsessed, man. I, I, I finally feel that I have a full understanding of everything that happens in that movie. God oh, damn it, oh, man. Christopher Nolan. Come on now. Right? I know. That's, that's how you do. The look, movie look, ends we... before it ever starts. <laughs> What's that? God damn it, Chris Nolan. The movie ends before it ever starts. Yes, that is correct. Which is I mean, if, if that's not... It's just, you know, it, it boggles my mind how Chris Nolan comes up with his shit. 
You know what I mean? Like the even even that, like the whole movie ends before it even begins. That's like Tenet to a fucking T. That's right? like that's on brand with Tenet. It's like yeah. it's brilliant. You know what well, I mean? Because the the opera, the opera scene where we start is happening simultaneously as the hypercenter battle, right? So basically, mm-hmm. we, we watch the movie to its halfway point, or the mission, right, to its halfway point, and then everything we're doing now is going backwards to the beginning of that movie. Uh, to the God beginning. Damn it! Look, look. I, I, I gotta hold on, hold on. I gotta interrupt because hold wait, on. There's more. There's more. But the white chick <laughs> goes back even further before anything we've seen to kill the husband. Right. Well, right. Okay, so died before uh, the movie ever started, and we're just watching it all happen. Right. Well, okay. So, my, um, I oh, want to interrupt. We're, not, we're really never quickly. getting to nine eleven. Plus, plus, plus this. Let, let, let's show. But I have a video that's about three to five minutes that explains everything better. Just in the, it just explains the turnstile thing better to where right. once you see that you'll understand the movie better and it also deals with the fact that everything in time happens all at once all right well we're so gonna th- watch that's those, we're gonna watch on, those five minutes at the end of this episode <laughs> okay. right hold on so uh, the reason why i wanted to interrupt is because of that last point that hey jones just said you know like it's all happening simultaneously, right? And so I was scrolling through Facebook, I think it was yesterday, and I, or it may have been this morning um, when I was getting ready for work. And uh, I saw this post where it was saying, you know, t- time isn't linear. Time is actually happening simultaneously, like everywhere. Like everything yeah. is happening, like the past, the present, the future, it's all happening now. Yeah. And, you know, and I wanted to save it and and actually sent it to you guys in the group chat and and i wanted to see what you thought but then you know my <laughs> my brain just clicked and said you know what fuck this hippie shit so i just scrolled up <laughs> so and now i wish i would have saved it so you know so i could i could i could put the you know the actual tweet and i'm like fuck because like this this goes exactly what hate with hate jones just said with tenant i'm like god damn it <laughs> i've, I've oh, actually I've actually made a tenant folder in my YouTube account for all the uh, good videos I come across that explain shit. Right. He's right. You are obsessed. <laughs> you weren't even going to make the Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> That's next. That's the next step. Yeah. No. The next step is an Excel spreadsheet. You, well, you'll know. You'll know he's reached peak obsession when he's doing a TED talk. Oh. Uh, it's called tenant talk. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, what I was going to say is that this movie has turned out to be one of the easiest watching time travel movies that I've watched. Like, okay. like between that and um, uh, Time Crimes are probably yeah, the mm-hmm. two easiest to watch that actually deal with the true scientific theory. Man, time, time crimes was legit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like when we get to like Terminator and shit, those are like light travel time travel movies. Right. They're like, yeah. They're, they're very light, and they don't really deal with the 
true theories and complications of it or, or well, yeah, you're right that? well it's it's complex so the terminator movies and you know all these um all these uh, time travel movies with you know quote-unquote panache right yeah. the, you know with 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 all the you know the visual effects and all that stuff like that is complicated and so but the reason why time crimes works and tenant works is because of its simplicity. Yeah, well, that that's what I'm saying. It it takes a very hard topic and uh-huh. makes it um, really simple and right. easier, not the right. easiest, easier to understand. Versus when we deal with fucking Terminator and Back to the Future, they kind of dumb down the mm-hmm. science. Or, mm-hmm. or even related to science at all. They're just like, this is how we think time travel would work. You know? Right. Uh, <laughs> so, so the ones that are actually based in science theory or science fact mm-hmm. usually are boring or so complicated that um, it melts your brain. And Tenet right. seems to be the perfect balance of the two for me. Right. That's it, though, because you, you, you've seen it five times. It feels like that's a long... No, I think, he, I think he's seen it more times than five. I'm probably tipping on 15 to 20 at this point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but, I, but, but, but have you seen it on, on weed? <laughs> no. I, I watched part of it slightly drunk off some good mezcal from Mexico that somebody yeah, called but the, so, but the movie's so long that you sobered up. <laughs> That's why I understood it. Like, third of the way in when my homie showed up with his girl, who's actually a scientist. Uh, uh-huh. So she actually works in energy and has to deal with, uh, what do you call that? Um, entropy. Yeah. So yes. telling her about the film, even though she's not a movie buff, she was interested because I was telling her how the entropy worked with uh because i told i said reverse entropy and she was like was thrown off by that and negative I could, entropy, yeah neg- i actually wrote about negentropy in on a paper uh a couple years back so, so she knows she knows not just a pretty face i'm yeah, pretty yeah. fucking smart yeah no nah, we're, we're we're gunning we're gunning for that uh nobel prize in science yeah so or like for real she, she never related the entropy part to time and so i was trying to find a video that uh deals with Maxwell's demon um, yeah. to kind of send to her for her to like, because I was trying to explain it in a very bad terms, um, trying to explain it to her. And then my homie, he was actually like drunk and tired and sleepy, but he was like, no, nah, I'm digging this. I need to watch this at a later date. But That's I want right. to get her, I want to share the science with her about the entropy part. So I found a video about Max Maxwell's demon that kind of explains mm-hmm. it and how it relates to the movie and time. So I can send that to her. And then I found another one to just explain the whole uh, reversing time or, or going backwards in time and then forward and whatnot throughout the course of the movie and made, without spoiling the movie, it kind of explains that science uh, real well. And I was like, boom, this is the easiest, like the simplest answer to the video, uh, to that part of the movie that I've seen. So I say- right. Both of those uh, in a special folder called Tenet. Because <laughs> I found, oh, I found videos and diagrams on how the scenes worked and everything else, but I can't find them. 
you know, I've searched my my YouTube history and I'm like, I can't find these specific videos that I watch. So yeah. I'm like, now I, when I see something cool like that, I need to save. So well, I was yeah. gonna, I you, was you know gonna... why? You know why it's not there? You know why it's not there? Because we you went an intern style. We're back in time. <laughs> you, know, you haven't clicked those, those buttons. I figured it much. <laughs> I was going to ask if you could explain Maxwell's demon, but I'm like, you know what? No, because as soon as we get into that, this it's no longer a 9-11 episode. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, like, if, you, if we get into this in this episode, this is going to be a six-hour one. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. Because I will I end with episode out of this. <laughs> I will go in like negative entropy thermodynamics. I'm, dude, I'm going all in. Like, where, my, where my weekend at? <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll put that on the list for the next next episode. Uh, All, right. All, right. All right, so we're going to talk about, shit. about 9-11. Uh, yeah. Sad times. Um, I so, don't know, man. It feels like the 4th of July all over again. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm surprised it hasn't been made a federal holiday by now, but, you know. I was thinking then, uh, actually, like, why, why isn't it, you know? Good... Uh, because the man actually did the shit. And they can't make a holiday on that bullshit. Because right. of what? Because it was an inside job. That's <laughs> all. Oh, we're oh, oh. going tinfoil. All right. No. <laughs> the ski mask is lined with aluminum in the inside. Okay. Right on. I can dig it. I can dig it. Oh, man. No, we actually I, so, had... so got shit directly from Dr. Manhattan. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I, I feel you. Uh, alter reality altering powers. I got it. So, oh, all right. Where were you guys when 9/11 happened? Okay. So, um, I I had a job interview that morning. So when I woke up, um, I hopped in the shower, got dressed. When I went to my mom to tell her I was, and I had to catch the bus across LA to to the job interview. Um, she was up. She's like, man the Pentagon's on fire. And I was like, that sounds about right. And <laughs> like, I looked at the screen, I saw it on fire. I was like, yeah, okay. And then I went on. He is going to get you, bro. Yeah. So. NSA. <laughs> I hopped. You, hop you're going to be doing your next podcast from Russia with Edward Snowden. Yeah. <laughs> no, Abu Ghraib. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to look. I, I shouldn't be laughing about that shit because that shit was horrible. I'm sorry uh, for that. So I, I hopped on, I hopped <sighs> on transit, uh, you know, taking the train and through LA. And as I'm on the train headed toward downtown LA uh, for a changeover, um, close to about the time I got to LA, I'm listening to the radio um, on my Walkman. And right. uh, oh shit. It's so, 2001, bro. There was no iPod back then. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, no I had a disc. No Pandora. I had a, I had a discman. No, I, I know. I think <laughs> around then I may have had. Um, I think I'm not for certain. Either I had my CD discman that also had a radio yeah. uh, attachment on it, or I had. My Sony, uh, what do you call that shit? Uh, mini disc player that also had a radio. It was right. one. Gotcha. Can't, can't remember which. But then, um, so I'm listening. I, I, I stopped listening to my own music and turned on the radio once I got toward downtown. And uh, Big Boy on the radio 
was uh, talking about the, you know, the I guess one tower had already been hit by this. And um, right. so it was on fire and whatnot. And then I'm starting to see people um, get phone calls on some of their cell phones, even though cell phones weren't massively popular at the time. Right. Uh, people still start, had pagers and shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they had like the feature phone, you know what I'm saying, and sidekicks and shit. And so yeah. um, I saw people take calls and uh, start crying. So it was like people, I'm on the bus with people who, who are losing people in the building. Yeah, and when we say smart, and when we say when we say cell phones, we don't even mean smartphones. We're talking like Motorola uh, flip phone. Uh, no QWERTY board. The QWERTY board for the phone still hadn't been invented yet. You still had to press like three buttons to get a letter. Those yeah, right. type of cell phones are what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah like the Nokia's that fucking last forever. Or, or yeah. phones and computer. Um, right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, and so, so I'm on the bus. And then all of a sudden, I hear hear the report like, "Oh, this is a terrorist attack!" And then the other plane hit, and I was yeah. like, "Oh!" And then yeah. there was word like, I guess the other uh, like they shot one plane out of the air, like two one. planes got shot uh -huh. out of the air, crash, right? So they were reporting that one of them was headed toward LA, meaning like that was their original destination. So yeah. I'm like, "Is that shit coming here? And how close to here are they? Because I'm in." Right. The <laughs> I'm in the only place for them to hit in LA. Yeah, I ain't trying to, yeah. I ain't trying to die today. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I, I got off the train in front of like uh, Trade Tech, and I'm like, man, I'm I'm around the fucking buildings. If any kind of like, cause like, what what level of degree is this terrorist attack, right? So like, is right. it just these planes, or do they got other shit planned for other cities, right? Right. So right. like, I'm in downtown. They could drop a gas bomb down there. Well, no, I mean, yeah, well, that's true. I mean, but no, they would, they would have, they would have been, they would have aimed for that U.S. bank because it's like the 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 the, the tallest one you got. Yeah, I'm just saying, but I'm there, and that's a problem. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Like, there there could be dudes and vans with manure bombs. There could be other planes that are being hijacked at the moment. You know, like there, there's a multitude of things now that this is a a known terrorist attack. So, like, that's where my mind went. Is like, oh shit. But I still got to go to this fucking job interview. You right. know what I'm saying? Got to make that paper. Broke and I need a job. And right. family member had made the connection or whatever. So it was like a job at a public school. So I wait on my bus and I'm still like nervous as fuck. And now everybody is getting news that, that what's going on. I go to, I get to the school. All the parents are picking up their kids. Right. Uh, yeah. The principal office are like, yeah, I had an appointment with the principal at two. And they look at me stupid, like, nigga, why are you here? Like, do you Nigga <laughs> <laughs> need work. I'm just fine. Like, like, hold on. What, what do you like mean, the Russians, Look, the Russians could be, the Russians or the Chinese could be landing like they did in Red Dawn. And, hey, Jones would still be like, yeah, I'm still here for the interview. Job's still yeah. open, right? Well, yeah. until, until one of them, one of them parachute motherfuckers come in here and take the job from me, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so then I'm like, okay, now I got to leave. I got to take the same bus ride back right. downtown hours after the attack, not knowing if there's more attacks coming, Right. Uh, make my way all the way home. Luck luckily, nothing happened. I made it home safe. I get home, and then I see, like, both of the buildings are on fire, and then they crumble, and I saw the other devastation. Now... Once again, I've seen your little science documentary 
but that right. shit looks like a controlled demolition. Right. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to believe otherwise, just based off of how many buildings I've seen being controlled, demolished on TV, yeah. and that, you know? And yeah. I'm like, they built this building to withstand so much, so you're going to tell me jet fuel just melted all the stuff? Yes. I just find, I find it hard to believe. <laughs> right, right. What about the other buildings that blew up around uh, they didn't the, blow up. They collapsed, whatever. Like, what's the explanation <laughs> for that? Some other buildings. Semantics. Not, not be there after the airplanes hit them. Hit right. Them. With no, like, the, the, plane didn't, the plane didn't fall on them. They just happened to not be there. Like, that's, uh, that's a lot of fishy shit to me, bro. Well, that's, the reason why those buildings crumbled was because it wasn't a controlled demolition. You see, a controlled demolition only destroys the building it's supposed to destroy. It doesn't destroy any of the surrounding buildings. But those buildings were part of the plan, too. <laughs> of course <laughs> of course, you would think that. Uh, but like, it's not like just... the, towers, the towers was a distraction, and the other buildings were the shit. you from the military. You know how it works. Uh, you yeah, know how <laughs> You, you blow up something over here while motherfuckers sneak in the back over there. You know that's how y'all run. All right, listen, listen. This is my question to you, right? This is my question to you. This is my question to you. You ready? Go. Yeah. Okay. At any point in time, knowing that America got attacked, did you think about me? No, <laughs> but you weren't in New York. So like no yeah yeah no of course I wasn't in New York but I I was I was in boot camp at the time yeah that's like you can't get nothing until you're done with boot camp <laughs> yeah and I told you not to begin with what's that and I told you not to join to begin with no so and, I, and and you knew and you knew and you knew that I joined and you knew that I joined because that's exactly what I knew was gonna happen well no I oh, that's what I shit FBI coming for you too bro NSA <laughs> Come on. I, told him, I was like, if you didn't join, if you didn't vote for George Bush, you shouldn't join. Don't join the military under a president that you didn't vote for. Right. 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 Because especially in this one, because this nigga wants war. Like I, I was like, nigga, he going to start some <laughs> shit. And this is what I told him. I was like, he's going to start some shit and you're going to be stuck in it. Yes. And that's, <laughs> exactly, and that's, and that's it. And that and that and that is exactly exactly what I was expecting. Right? George, you George, know, Bruce, I, George Bush said, George Bush said, I wanted to go to war. I joined the Navy for a very specific reason because I knew that whoever it was we were going to be going to war with didn't we'll have much of a goddamn Navy. And you want to know who I knew we were going to attack? Iraq. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, homeboy wanted to throw hands too. Shit. Hell yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that that's my. It's just like, well, how can I be so right about this part, but so wrong about the other part? That's the uh, part about the about the buildings. Like, like I, I can I can predict the war coming, but the buildings being a uh uh, what do you call it a uh, a uh, what do you call it a red herring to start the war? Oh, like, red mm-hmm. flag. It's a red flag. Yeah, red flag to start the war. Ah, oh, that's too much. <laughs> uh, what should we call it? Um, well, on top of the fact, let, let's let's remember, we lied 
about the weapons of mass destruction to tear down Iraq on top of that. So, like, we got a history of lying to the people to start wars. Right. You mean you mean weapons of mass mass distraction? Yes. Yeah. So we have this history of lying to the people. Yeah. Start wars under yeah. that administration. Yes. But I'm supposed to believe that this incident that started all this shit, they didn't know nothing about in any capacity. They did. Actually, they, they, they did. did. Well, they so, did. so I'm like, either it's a controlled demolition thing. Right. Or they knew about it and they allowed it to happen, which is both fucked up. Well, let me let me tell you, it, it's, it's, it's actually an inside job. No, it is the latter <laughs> where, you know, they knew about it, but they just didn't act on the intelligence. Yes. Uh, because the U.S. government does what it always does. And that is, let's just ignore it and hope it doesn't happen. And then when it happens, it's like, oh, uh, you mean they were serious? <laughs> that happens a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Like, you have no idea how often that shit fucking happens. That happens, like, a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. When it happens, um, that much, it doesn't sound like it's not on accident. It is on accident. It happens a lot on accident. Let me tell you. I'll explain it. I'll explain it this way. Uh, you can't. You can't possibly. No, no, no. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Here's the thing. The government, uh, right, is run by people, right. And I'm not going to say that they're completely incompetent, but there's a lot of incompetence in the government. There's no way that the U.S. government can pull off such a, a intricate conspiracy theory. Or, I mean, it's such an intricate conspiracy without, one, someone not saying shit, or, two, uh, that shit accidentally just getting the fuck out. Because the, <laughs> the, Clinton, the Clinton administration knew that there was an attack that was imminent on the United States. They just didn't do shit about it. They passed it along to George Bush, and then George Bush was like, you know what? We're planning to attack Iraq, so fuck the terrorists in Afghanistan, what, what, they're living in mud huts. What are they going to do with us? What are they going to do to us? They can't do shit. Right. <laughs> Why is Hate Joe's leaning so much? <laughs> some water. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, homeboy, you were. Gasolini left and right. <laughs> so, you were, you were in boot camp. Drinking his were... 100 degree water. Yeah, yeah, I was in boot camp, man. I was getting my teeth worked on, and the news of the day was Michael Jackson was—I mean, uh, Michael Jordan was retiring, and a plane hit a building in New York. Like that was—that was all of the news I got. And I had already known that, a, a, like, a Cessna had tried running into like the Empire State Building or some other building like that. So I mm-hmm. thought that some fool tried to do the same exact thing. Or they tried running a Cessna, you know, flying a Cessna into another building. I'm like, well, that's that's not gonna do jack shit. It wasn't until, and I was in service week, right? So I had already right. been in boot camp for like, you know, six weeks or some shit like that. So you were cranking? Yeah, well, kind of. I mean, I got lucky, and I was in the barracks all day trying to make the damn flag, ah, a divisional flag. Yeah. But I could, but that's because I had dental appointments and all that kind of shit. So it was a lot easier for me to go to those dental appointments and do all that cranking. Yeah. You know, 
I was a I was I was a pretty old person in terms of military shit uh, at the time, um, and and I, we didn't find out what had actually happened until like a lot later that day when the division commanders showed us the actual like news like on TV like those TVs that we ne- no one ever watches for because mm-hmm. I mean they're just there for no reason. <laughs> well, they right. were there for a reason that day, and um, <laughs> right. And so we see the twin towers just fucking collapse, and we're like, uh, "Did they use? Did they use like airliners? Yeah." And so the division commanders were like, "Yeah." And everyone's first question was, uh, "Does this mean that our families aren't going to be able to fly in and watch us graduate?" Yep, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> you know, everyone was concerned, and my ass was like, "Hold up, hold up, we're going to war." Fuck yeah, because I'm crazy. All right, <laughs> man. I've never seen so many grown men cry talking about like, hey, well, I don't want to go to war. I, I didn't join the Navy to go to war. I joined for the college money. And I'm like, listen, uh, they just attacked our buildings with, with you know, uh, hijacked uh, commercial jets. Go. Yeah, exactly, right? Hijacked commercial jets. Do you <laughs> really think that we're gonna see a, a, a World War II battle? No, 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 we're not. We're not. This is we're, right. we're gonna we're gonna be fighting people in mud huts and make all the same mistakes that we made in Vietnam. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you guys have actually more. I don't want to say exciting, but you know your 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 circumstances uh, when nine eleven happened are far more interesting than mine. I was in high school um, and I was actually waiting for the bus at my cousin's house who happened to live next door. Um, so we are, we'll, we'll, what we usually do is we'll, you know, as we're waiting for the bus, we're waiting inside his house and we were watching TV. Um, and usually it's, I think it was like different strokes that was on, you know, but uh, this particular day, because of the attack, the news was on, and uh, whichever the first tower that got hit was, you know, it was smoldering, it was smoking, um, and you know, I, I was waiting for the bus when when, when it happened. Um, I didn't actually see the planes crash uh, until way after, after you know, after school. Um, and so, what state were you in? I was in Texas at the time. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it was just, um, you know, I was, I was in, I was in high school. I was waiting for the bus. Uh, didn't learn more until after, until after, until after I got home, you know? And so, I mean, that was it. I was like, it's, you know, I, I felt the, I personally felt the, uh, you know, slight fear, not fear, but I had, I definitely had some trepidations because, you know, it's like hold on, they were able to do this shit, you know, um, what else can they do? You know what I mean? So it was just, that was it. I was just in high school and, you know, I had, I had a little, I got shaken a little bit because like this shit doesn't happen. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's my story. <laughs> that's yeah, it. I, I was just see, I've never been on that. This doesn't happen shit. Like <laughs> being a yeah. black man in America, everything happens. Uh, right. And so, like, I remember 
I kind of like predicted or at least came up with the concept of what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot it was some kind of hostage situation and the guys just blew up the plane with them on it. Right. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. You know, like when you killed yourself and, mm-hmm. you know, in the process. But I'm like, you're in a plane. That plane is a giant bomb. You just fly that shit into something. And years later, that's exactly what fucking happened. Hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it's not hard, hard science. It's like, why weren't y'all doing that shit, you know, in the 80s? Because they, would, they right. would get the planes, but then they would just, like, keep them on the ground. I'm like, get in the air and do your thing. You know, yeah. if you're looking for collateral damage. But I'm kind of yeah. like, um, what do you call it? Kind of cold-hearted, I guess, to terrorism. Right. Like, because I, I understand that it's going to happen even, like, with uh, Timmy... Timothy McVeigh. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, y'all probably could have stopped him too and didn't, but you know, y'all don't pull over white dudes and suspicious <laughs> things filled with cow manure bombs and ask them like, hey, you just sped past this uh, stop sign too slow. Can I see right. your ID? You step out the car? Right. You know, that just happens to me. <laughs> Not to Timothy McVeigh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's just to me, you know, when when that shit was happening, it was just because I was still in high school and, you know, I like I actually don't remember a lot of um events that happened during that time of my life because I I've, I've blocked it out. Uh it, it you know, uh, not to, you know, uh I don't want to, you know, talk about it too much uh, in the pod, but uh that part of my life I had a lot of trauma. Mm. So, you know, uh, I have a lot of, um, I guess you repressed memories. I don't, I don't remember a lot of stuff that happened during that time. Uh, at least, you know, not ones that are, that that were, uh, directly affecting my life or significant in my life, you know? And so, um, I remember the attacks happening, but as far as like, you know, uh, a lot of other stuff, it just, I've blocked it out. So, mm. yeah, I, I remember where I was, you know, but that's, that's pretty much it. Like, I don't remember the conversations that I had, um, with, with classmates and friends, you know, um, I don't remember what my parents were fucking thinking. I didn't even talk to them at that point, you know? So it was like, yeah, it was, it, it's, things are hazy, but I do remember where I was when it happened. So, yeah, yeah. there was, there was more interesting things that happened post 9-11 than during 9-11. Right. You know, so like, you know, it was a whole, <clears throat> there's this feeling of unison with white people, but it was in the, it was in the uh, unification of we don't like them niggas. Right. You know? yeah. Which I was like totally not with. Uh-huh. And um, I had two incidences of that. One, um, I was on the bus and I got out of school from college and um, my bus driver happened to be a Sikh. Gotcha. Um, and at the time, I didn't know the difference. You know, mm-hmm. but he worked for the bus company. He had a turban on that matches the bus uniform, which looked hella fresh. You know, hell yeah, <laughs> the long white beard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so the doors open up, and I usually let everybody get on, and I'll get on last. I'm like a tall person, so I can like see over everybody, mm-hmm. and I'll get on last. And I have a big backpack, usually full of art, art equipment. Oh shit! 
And so, like, soon as the door opened, he looked angry as fuck. And then the ladies in the front of the bus was like, oh, shit, I'll catch the next one. And just got out of line. Damn. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's fucked up. Then, as people are getting on, you know, my people, you know, putting money, you ain't got... You ain't got nothing in there, do you? You ain't got no bombs on this bus. You know, like, just fucking with them. <laughs> like, you know, why, why like is that some, backpack so big? Why yes, are you playing right now? <laughs> yeah, some people were, were honestly, like, scared enough to, like, I ain't getting on that bus. And then other people were, like, bold enough to, like, joke with them and fuck with them while he's driving. Man, I got Shit. on this bus. The door's closed. This man hit the gas. Like, every stop. Full gas, heavy brake. Full gas, heavy brake. I'm like, man, I'm glad I only need to go like two miles up the road. My man was heated. So the train said he was going so fast he missed the stop. Like, you know, somebody's like, hey, you missed my stop. I don't give a fuck. Just kept going. <laughs> like, you know, so he was gunning. Yeah. Like, he's doing 60, probably 60 miles on the street. Damn. Yeah. You know well, you know what? We, we laugh about, you know, we laugh, we laugh about that shit now, but like, um putting myself in that position um i mean it's you know like it's okay like i don't even have to go that far actually it's like it's just you know it's easy to say that it's messed up that that happened to that bus driver you know but the thing is you know that's what happens when people are ignorant like if i was in that position i probably would have thought the same way i'm like you know because i like like you hey jones at the time i didn't fucking know what the difference was you yeah. know, so like, it it would have, I mean, it would have put trepidation in me, you know, and so like, I, I totally understand, even though it's fucked up and ignorant, you know, that that kind of shit would well, happen. Well, for me, I didn't have any trepidations, right? So like, mm-hmm. I understand, I, 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 at the minimum, understand why <clears throat> terrorists have beef with the United States, mm-hmm. right? But we do fuck shit when we leave home. Right. You right. Know? So I, under, I understand it's that. Shit. We do, theory. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> we do fuck shit to the people at home. So, yeah. like, I get their anger. I get their position. It's like OJ. I understand, but I don't agree with it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I love it. It's just like that. So, like, yeah. I don't know if this was the same day or another day, but I had another situation like that. With an Indian guy, so I'm on, I'm on the train. We're going in to watch, um, and there's an Indian guy sitting across from me, and we're sitting in the single seats by the exit doors. And then, um, like three hood motherfuckers got on, and one of them was like super big. Like I'm big, this dude's way bigger than me, uh, weight wise, um, mm-hmm. in dingy white sweats. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, nigga, you, you're not supposed to be wearing white. Um, <laughs> With a tray full of, like, a styrofoam tray full of food. In the bus? Yeah. They got on the train, but he wasn't eating. He closed it up. Oh, Uh, But he gets on, and then he sees uh, the Indian guy sitting across from me. You ain't got no bomb Mm -hmm. in that backpack, do you, homie? Oh, man. And the Indian dude looked at him like, man, leave me alone. Like, he can't say shit because you're on the train with nothing but black people at this point. And the three dudes who just got on are, are clearly... You know, thuggish, or at least they're, or at least they're pretending to be thuggish because they know you don't got no leverage. So it's like one or the other. So 
we we go and I'm like I actually contemplated jumping in. Like if it gets physical, I'm gonna have to protect homie because this shit right. just totally goes against my my code of ethics. Right. Um, because you're just fucking with him for no reason. So the dude asked me like he's trying to get to somewhere. So I'm like, oh yeah, you go two more stops. I'll let you know when, and then go downstairs and get on the train going this way, right? Mm-hmm. The dude hopped back in my conversation and started talking to the dude, and the dude gave him some pushback. So then he started like threatening, you know, like, man, I beat your ass. You don't even know X, Y, Z. And then we get off at the stop, which is where the dude is getting off at too. You know what I'm saying? So they all get off together. But I told him, like, look, just go downstairs, take the elevator instead, because you're laying right on the platform. The dudes went down the steps. He went down the elevator. And he was, you know, as far as I know, he was safe. But like, you know, it was like a bunch of bullshit like that going on. I'm like, if I have, if I see that shit, I look at it like domestic abuse. If I see that shit happening, I kind of got to get involved. I can't just st- stand there and do absolutely nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, at yeah. least take that shit somewhere else out of my view. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if y'all, if she want to stay with you or whatever and, and take the abuse, then take that in your house and go do it. But if you do it out here in the streets, then I, I can't just let that go Turn by. Turn a blind eye, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so th- those, are, those are my two incidences. That I've seen with that, and I, I can imagine people getting more of that shit, you know, mm-hmm. at airports and everything else, you know. So yeah, that's tough, man. But it, but it was like, you know, it, it was the one time in my life where white people weren't afraid of me for like months. Right. It's like, oh, you're not Muslim, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like they <laughs> they didn't really had no problem with anything. Yeah. That's nuts, and, man. And then I actually had a lady, an old white lady who was in my painting class, who's like, yeah, they should just kick them all out of the country. And my teacher, who was a black dude who uh, was old enough to go to the Korean War, was like, kick who out of the country? You know? Right. <laughs> like, right, yeah. I'm gonna make you say your racist statement. Like, say say what you really mean. You know what I'm saying? Because they're, they're probably, she's probably older than him, so mm-hmm. he knows where she comes from. You know what I'm saying? Because he's an older guy, too. And so it was just a weird time, because I'm in this painting class with a bunch of old white women that all have like these racist views and then I got a schizophrenic or uh, not a schizophrenic but a manic depressive Asian woman from uh who was in the internment camps as the baby damn in San Francisco also in that class who usually paints with them but when all this shit started happening she had some outbursts and then she started talking to me after that like yeah them bitches crazy <laughs> and she was like, yeah. But my brother was down with the Black Panthers and all all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So she was a really cool fucking lady. Yeah. Um, but it was just like a weird time politically because white people felt suppressed for saying shit that they thought was valid. And, and yeah, valid and justified. And then, and then the the original people were like, no, that's racist, and you can't get me on that boat with you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So it was like that that weird toss up. You know what I'm saying? So like. Um, it, it's it's just weird. So I'm like, how do you how do you how do you honor or or remember 9/11 when a lot of racism kind of spawned for it from it a 20 year war spawned for it that just so happened to end 20 years later like that's too coincidental. <laughs> 20 20 years later, almost to the day of the event. Right. You know what I'm saying. If yeah. that don't spell conspiracy, I don't know what the fuck does, man. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck does. <laughs> oh, God damn it, hey, Jones. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, 
I don't put on my tinfoil hat often, but when I uh-huh. do, I'm, that's all I'm saying. When I do, I'm right. <laughs> Man, I'm tired of being right. Right? You're you know? a gangsta lean, son. You're a gangsta lean. There's <laughs> more of this 100 degree water. Right. Well, I mean, that should pretty much cover it for 9 11, right? That, that's our 9 11 tribute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I feel like um, that 9-11 spawning all this hate and now people wanting to, you know, uh, celebrate it as a moment where Americans came together, right? And it's like, yeah, but, I mean, we only came together for how long, you know? Like a quick nut, and that's it. Yeah, like the good times didn't last really, really long after that. And one of the oh, things... Side note, we didn't even do the fucking first responders right. No. Yeah. no we didn't. You know what I'm saying? You're right, like, absolutely right. Yo, yeah. let's come together remember this, all this unison shit, and the dudes who ran into the fucking fire. And, and I'll say, this is the shit that probably gets me fired up the most. I even got chill bumps right now. The right. motherfuckers who ran into the fire to save people's lives that were probably never going to get saved, right? right. But they yeah. did it anyway. The Man. guys who survived, respect, we said, bro. Fuck. Yeah, we didn't give respect for those we people. We didn't give their family shit. We should have, like, whatever their needs were, they should have gotten handled. Yeah. Here, every medical need they got, they should have just been put on a fucking plan like the fucking senators or the military or whatever the fuck they got out there. Just put them on it and make sure that they're fucking okay and, and taken care of until they're dead. Period. Yeah, I mean, what was it? John Stewart. John Stewart had a battle. Like, yeah. and he did. Yeah. Yeah. John, John's my man. Like, that that was a very fucking worthy cause. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, like he, he didn't get it done until like 2018, like a whole 17 years after the incident. And and and, and a lot of that pod of people is probably dead. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and we're not even talking about millions of fucking people. Like how many firemen and, and policemen were in, in that area at that time that helped out? Like we're yeah. talking about a couple of thousand people. You can't, you can't. Like help out a couple, excuse me, a couple of thousand people and get them right. Yeah, no, it's true. Like that was total bullshit. It is. Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. It is all. It's this fucking bullshit. You know, yeah. I mean, like, much emotional on this shit. <laughs> like you notice, you notice that no one really like talks about Vietnam, right? Like they, right. like it's like that. Same thing with the Korean War. Like, how many Korean War veterans do you know besides, you know, did we know besides Bob? I knew two, my teacher and Bob. Yeah, that's it, right? I knew one, he was a custodian in my school. Yeah. Yeah. There weren't a whole lot of, you know, Korean War veterans. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, all the Vietnam veterans, you usually had to, like, ask because they didn't want to talk about it, really. Right, like yeah. there's a Vietnam veteran. There's a Vietnam veteran that works at uh, that's at my job. That works at my job. Yeah. So. Yeah. And yeah, I Bob. asked him. I asked him what he thought about what was going on in Afghanistan, and he's like, "Listen, we gave them how much money? We gave them how much equipment? And we gave them how much training? And they didn't even bother to like defend themselves. Fuck them." <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Yeah. So some, you know, a bunch of other shit happened, you know, uh, in Afghanistan during that time. You like, you know, after nine eleven happened, and you know, the quote unquote American occupation of Afghanistan happened. I mean, yeah. a bunch of shit happened. A bunch of shit got fucked up by a handful of assholes. Yeah. You know, and the reason why we're it, it, we we essentially just went back around and you know loop back to the starting point is because of those handful of assholes you know so like it's it's the so, so are you saying the war hopped into turns now yes absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and and, and this is why the movie tenant is so important right right <laughs> you know what i'm gonna watch that shit again Oh man, it's, it's worth it. it. It's worth it every time I watch it. Every yeah. single. No, I only have I only have one other thing to figure out, and that's how Twilight came from the future. That's it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> make make sense? Right. How did and Twilight then, come back from the future? Yeah. If that and then I'm done. You know, right. what I'm right, I'm, let's, I'm, let's watch. I would have solved all my puzzles. Uh, Resulting from this movie, yeah. Let's watch this and figure it out. I'm gonna do it with you. Right. <laughs> I got your back, hey Jones. <laughs> gotcha. uh, uh, yeah. So, like, yeah, it, it's 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 a weird it's a weird holiday to or, yeah. or it's a weird remembrance because of all the the bullshit. That all came the bullshit. From. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to like have this governmental thing, but it, it also feels like there should be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I think, I think that if nine eleven is gonna be uh, some kind of like a federal day of remembrance, right? Where we mm. get it off anyway. Like, oh, it's a holiday. No, no. Like a day of remembrance is to like, you know, if you try to make the day uh, a reason to invite your neighbors over, you know, and break bread with them and just get to fucking know them. Mm-hmm. You so know you what I'm can saying? keep your eye on them to make sure they're not terrorists. Or yeah, just... exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there are two kinds. Of... There are two kinds. Of... You white boy. I know about the insurrection January six. I know what you up to, getting out of firearms and shit. There, yeah, there. Uh, apparently, there are two people in the world. <laughs> no, two kinds of people in the world. Right? Yeah. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah, you want to make sure all them white people aren't going to go terrorist on us, you know? Because I mean, they're the next ones that are going to take over. They're the, ones, you know, they're, they're, the, they're the next ones that are going to invade the United States. They're, they're planning another fucking rally on the 28th, I think. Of course they are. Oh, of course they are. Why, are they going to try and install Donald Trump as president? I, I don't I don't know. I saw a few things uh, the last few days that said that they were planning another rally on the 28th and that the police, the Capitol Police are trying to figure out how to beef up things but so far calling call the national guard like they did on all no. those black lives matter people no 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 I, I have an easier one if they cross a certain you put out a line they cross it you shoot them call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> all this to install trump huh well you can't do, you can't do that because i bet you, yes, you can the they oh. did it to a, a crazy black woman with her kid in the car and she drove no. the car up to pilot yes and they yeah. that's the reason why so, so I'm saying you can't draw a line in the sand and say if anybody crosses it, we're gonna perceive you as a threat and light you up. If you go, if you go to the White House 
and you get across some gates and start running on that lawn, they're going to light you up. Well, the problem is that there's good, that this second rally, I bet you anything, this time they're going to fucking actually bring firearms with them. That's that's cool. You know, call Shit, it up. Let it happen. Well, how's this for a fucking segue? Ivermectin is just Tide Pods for Trumpers. <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of the episode. Oh, man. If you came up with that it is. right now, that is the title. Of the episode. Oh, man. Now, now the first thing I'm going to discuss is Joe Rogan, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. he got ivermectin uh, prescribed to him by an actual doctor. So it was the human ivermectin, not the horse dewormer ivermectin, which is obviously the same shit, but just a higher potency. Okay. Which right. is, well, so I was, that was my question was like, yeah. so how how is it different? However... The other dumb motherfuckers that can't afford Joe Rogan's, you know, medical I, bill. Yeah. Yeah. Can't afford his doctor and all those prescriptions. The kitchen sink that he threw at himself. Right. Those people are getting the, the, the better. The version. Yeah. I love that. And the old. kitchen sink that he threw at himself. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. It is. Yeah. Well, he said it himself. I threw the kitchen sink at this, man. And I'm like, well. Yeah, because you can afford to fucking throw the kitchen sink at it, man. Right. Well, it's 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 kind of like you know when Trump got COVID, right? And he was saying like you shouldn't be scared of this. It's yeah. okay. I'm okay. Well, of course you're fucking okay. You got the best medical care in the fucking world. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? They're not going to let you die. You're that. fucking president of the United States, you fucking idiot. Right. Man. Not to mention, not to mention, if his fucking doctors let him die, wouldn't that be a violation of the Hippocratic Oath? You know uh, what I mean? I mean, that'll come up. There would be an investigation. For sure. Right. And so yeah. it's like, of course you're not, you know, of course you're going to say that because you have the best medical care, yeah. you know, but not like the common folk don't have that. The rabble, the, the, the bitter bucolic don't have that. We don't fucking have that. You know what's you know what's free? You know what's free? What the vaccine? Vaccine. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know you know what's not free? Hospitalizations. The ICU. That's right. <laughs> that's seventeen thousand. Yeah. Dude. Look, like you know what's not free? It's approaching eighteen grand, right? It's eighteen yeah. grand if you come down with COVID and you end up in the ICU. It's eighteen thousand. The it, vaccine is fucking free. The vaccine is free, but the the. the 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 bus the ambulance ride to the hospital costs a lot of money. The yeah, ICU costs a lot of money. The, yeah. the fucking your funeral costs a lot of money. If you don't die, if you don't die, that tube they shove down your throat that's expensive too. Yeah. Yeah. I Dude, mean they're shoving they're shoving a plastic tube that probably costs them a hundred dollars, and they're just gonna throw away. They're not gonna let you bro. keep that as a souvenir. Right. If you think okay, if you think about how an anesthesiologist essentially makes a hundred bucks by pressing a button you know pressing a button i think it does a little more than that but yes right well right but he makes a hundred bucks pressing that button how much do you think he's gonna cost when they fucking intubate you right oh man dude i know right i mean the hundred dollars is just him the button pressing right we're not even talking about the other hundreds of dollars of him like preparing the shit measuring the shit yeah, everything to press that button for a hundred yep. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. 
but to intubate you, man, that's got to be a fucking G, dude. I mean, uh, right? I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a stack. Because I mean, they gotta put you <laughs> under. Racks. They gotta put you under because you'll get it'll activate your gag reflex. So they gotta put you under and get you relaxed mm-hmm. so they can shove that thing down. So that thing can deep throat you, you know, yep. deep throat some oxygen, right? Right. Exactly. Well, so here's the thing. So this is another segue. It's it's perfect actually. So, you know, um, as we've discussed in the previous episode, I was hospitalized uh, a few weeks after COVID for having a low we're just gonna skip we're just gonna skip over the ivermectin oh i'm sorry men. <laughs> go ahead go ahead I, I forgot about that i'm sorry i'm a little baked actually i'm a oh, lot baked. Man. but the joe rogan tried to say that what really got him was the fact that he was drinking and i'm like no it wasn't it was a drinking fact what whiskey he was probably drinking whiskey you know you know he's saying, so he's saying whiskey <laughs> saved his life huh he's saying no, whiskey no he's saying whiskey's would probably would probably let the virus get him because his immune system was down. He was tired. Like he came up with all of these excuses other than the, I maybe shouldn't have been hanging out with all of these fucking people without knowing if any of them were. Yeah. Without masks. Florida. Yeah. Cause he was playing pool like all night. And I'm he like, hung out, oh. he hung out in the hot zone unprotected. Yes. He picked up much. a prostitute and banged her without a con. <laughs> no. No, he didn't. We ate didn't her pussy from the back and licked <laughs> her butthole. How do you try to get sued? <laughs> what's what's the what's the proverb? Steve Stadium. Uh, Allegedly. Yeah, no, he, he didn't. He didn't just play with matches. He he fucking doused the whole thing with gasoline. Right. Yeah, and then he threw the kitchen sink at himself. <laughs> oh my god! Like I'm okay now. Yeah. Of course you're okay now. Oh, absolutely. Because you can afford that care, you yeah. know those mo- monoclonal, those monoclonal, mono- monocolonials, you know, mm-hmm. antibodies, those monocolonial antibodies, right? That's what they call them. Okay. <laughs> you know he can afford that shit. You know, hundred yeah. million dollars to Spotify. Fuck yeah, people yep. like the average person. Man, we're gonna have to think about whether we want to like actually pay for the monocolonial, you know, antibodies, or if you just want to, you know, get this ivermectin. Bruh, look, it's look, it's not just a hundred thousand from it's not just the hundred million from Spotify. He's still yeah. getting money from YouTube. Oh, that's true. Man, somebody oh, man. somebody needs to activate um Alan Iverson for Iverve- Ivermectin advertisements. <laughs> It'd be like, it's the answer. Yep. You know there you, go. you got a question? Here's the answer. Like his, well, his uh, yeah. His, if you know, uh, his first, if you know his basketball, first. you totally got that joke. Yep, absolutely, and I know basketball. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, so so it's weird because like um, you know, one of my internet buddies, she was going off on a tirade and saying, you know, like basically claiming conspiracy because the news media is not talking about um, that there's human and animal versions of ivermectin, but I'm like, that's because the dumbasses who took it and OD'd on it took the fucking horse. You know, the horse version. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Rogan took the human version, but you can't, you, you know, because they're like, why can't you use this to treat and prevent COVID? I'm like, because you probably can't be, like, we can't all go on fucking ivermectin. Yeah. So here's all my... be, we can't, one, we can't all, we can't all take it and we can't all take it forever. As you know, because the virus is going to be here with us forever. So, like, do we just take this pill every day? Uh, 
you know, for the rest of our lives? Or do we only take it once we get sick and diagnosed and test positive? And, but, and just and just risk dying, right? Because there's yeah. no there's no guarantee that the ivermectin is going to work anyway. Oh, she claims that there's studies just like the vaccine <laughs> that prove that it, it has some kind of effect, and that Brazil was testing it and shit like this. I I didn't verify those things, so I cannot, you know, I can't source them, so I didn't verify them. So I'm I'm just gonna call them bullshit until I see proof. Yeah. But I'm like, even if it did have some kind of impact, right? It could have long-term use can have negative impact on your body. Two, yeah. you could be you could be catching COVID once a year. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because right. uh, <laughs> your antibodies that you create don't last forever. Um, yeah. So you could you could re-catch COVID over and over again. Um, and so it's like, okay, prevent it by taking this pill for the rest of your life or until COVID is out of our environment. Right. Um, or two, get infected, infect some other people finally go to the doctor and then pop this ivermectin for who knows how long yeah. until you feel better. Yeah. Like that's not a solution. What we're trying to do is stop the spread and stop the deaths. So well, everybody right. was fucking vaccinated. Anybody who got COVID would not necessarily die. The hospitals would be empty. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Like, well, you know, it, okay. would, it, would, it, it wouldn't stop the spread, but it would stop the deaths and the, <clears throat> the hospitalizations would, would decrease like it happened in some uh, European country where they, they got like a 100% vaccination rate and all of a sudden like their death toll dropped, their hospitals are now at regular capacity. Um, you know, and it basically... Shit. Yeah, so like everything... It, uh, and, you know, they still still have like some social distancing policies, but for the most part, the virus is completely under control in that What's nation. The country? I forgot, like Switzerland or Greenland or one of those. Norway. Yeah, yeah, Norway, sure, something right. like that. Yeah, well, one okay. of those. So, Haight Jones uh, raised a, a very interesting and important point a few minutes ago when, you know, when he said, well, if if we don't know what the efficacy is of, you know, of this ivermectin, why the fuck are we taking it? Now, I, I raised that point because Joe Rogan's got a huge audience, yeah. right? And so um, let's say, for example, you, homeboy, get infected and you take ivermectin, right? Yeah. And it works for you, just like it did for Joe Rogan, yeah. right? Now... Wink, wink. Right. <laughs> if... <laughs> If if uh, Hey Jones and I come to you, and you told us that, right? I can't speak for Hey Jones, but for me, what I would do is I would read up on this motherfucker to see what's in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what's it gonna do to me? Yeah. You know, and I understand that you know, like COVID's a a new novel thing, right? And you know, there's there's the argument that well, we didn't know shit about the vaccine either, right? Yeah. But. <laughs> Well, that's that's the hypocrisy. That's the fucking hypocrisy. Right. You're you're taking two medications for the like one medication was made to fuck with the problem that we're having. The right. other one was not. They're right. both made by the same people, the medical industry. Right. Uh, well, they're, they're both validated by the same people, this the FDA. Uh but you want to trust one over the other, and nobody's giving me a good reason why. Well, here's the point that I'm trying to make, and it, it goes with that. It piggybacks with that. Um, the fact that 
Joe, Joe Rogan has a huge audience, and you know, like and like we discussed in the previous episode, I forget which one it is, but a lot of a lot of his listeners, a lot of his followers, you know, a lot of his fans take his word as gospel, you know. So they exactly. hear Joe Rogan, I'm yeah. taking ivermectin for this shit. Well, fuck, I'm gonna, you know, I trust him. I'm gonna go take it too, you know. Yeah. And I think that's that's what's pernicious about this whole thing, is that you know, like. It may have worked well for you, right? But yeah. you know, you, your circumstances are different from everybody else, and yeah. from, from most of the people. You know what I mean? He and so he doesn't even know because he threw the kitchen sink at it, so he don't know which exactly. Thing exactly. Yeah, it could have been the monocolonial antibodies. It could have been Allen Ivermectin. You know, <laughs> it could have been. It's like it could have been the answer. Ten motherfuckers butt raped Joe, and one bust a nut in him. But which one did it? We don't. Yeah, right. yeah. He, he took hy- he took hydroxy. He also took hydroxychloroquine, right? He, I'm pretty sure he took remdesivir. Like, I mean, when he said he threw the kitchen sink at it, you know, he threw the kitchen sink at it, and it's like, how do you know it was ivermectin that fucking worked? I mean, you threw everything at it on the same day. I mean, I'm, no su- one. I'm surprised. Some sunlight on it too. Some what? Some sunlight and some boots. probably. I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. Well, not the bleach, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he did the whole butthole to the sun thing. We're getting sued. Look, I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm genuinely surprised that he didn't turn Super Saiyan. Um, right. Maybe because he doesn't have hair. I don't. Maybe maybe hair has something to do with it. I don't know. Right. But um, but yeah, it's just I, I it's I think it's dangerous. You know. Um, yeah. Because oh, like I, he also like said. He also said that he took a, a he had a vitamin drip done, right? Like who the fuck else can afford to have a vitamin drip done? Right. You know. Plus, what else is he on? Right. Like he's got testosterone treatments mm-hmm. that he's on. You know. Like there's a whole bunch of shit that is unique to his physiology. Right. Exactly. That he could, takes. That could have, yeah. The supplements. Oh, he takes HGH. Yeah. Oh shit! That explains so much more. <laughs> But I mean, you know, and, and that's that's the whole thing. Like the point I'm trying to make is that it's it's dangerous, yeah. You know, um, and it's, I'm sure there's no malice in in, no, in, no. in it. I mean, I, I, I'm 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 sure you know his, uh, you know him saying I took ivermectin was completely benign, you know. Yeah. But the thing is, like, you know, like we mentioned before, the what was it? The the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so like his intentions might have been good, but. Like, uh, there needs to be a, you know, think about this a little bit more. You know, that's the point yeah. I'm trying to, with Ivermectin. Yeah, and and the fact, you know, and, and just a segue, right, to, to what you were going to talk about, right? Like, he, he mm-hmm. had to take HGH, and you thought that you had low testosterone after you yeah. had recovered, you know, from COVID. You didn't cover 100%. Right, exactly. Well, see, so what had happened was... Um, the reason I got my, my, my blood tested is because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to see what my levels were and, you know, and if they were low, then, okay, let's get medically supervised TRT. Uh, and so when I got the results back, uh, my testosterone levels were actually on the, in the normal range, which surprises shit out of me. So, uh, looking down on the results, the numbers, you know, like I said before, like it said it was low numbers were low, but I didn't know what any of that meant. I didn't know how medically significant those figures were to me. So I didn't know any better. But when I got the results, 
the um, the doctor uh, who reviewed my results said, sorry, we can't treat you or we, we can't continue on with this. You have to go get seen by your uh, primary first because your hemoglobin is low. So I, I said, all right. Um, I mustered the strength to get up and, you know, I fucking Ubered to, because I couldn't drive, uh, I Ubered to the place to get my, uh, or to, um, to go see my primary. Uh, luckily, I was able to get an appointment that same day. And he looked at my results and he said, I need you to go to the, to the ER right now because you need, you need blood. You need a transfusion, you know, so got a transfusion and all that stuff. Now, at first I thought it was just, it was just COVID POTS, uh, postural orthostatic, uh, tachycardia syndrome. You know, my, you know, blood wasn't pumping, uh, effectively through, uh, through my system. Um, and the doctors all said, you know, uh, it might be because you have a rectal bleed, et cetera. So, you know, you touch schedule uh, a rectal bleed. Blood in your basically, booty? Yeah, basically I'm bleeding out of my ass when I poop. Ooh. Uh, and, and and they said, um, you know. Bloody bum. Let's, let's check out. Bloody yes, bum. bloody bum. <laughs> so, um, incidentally, just, just uh, you know, uh, uh, on a side comment, um, did you know that uh, – Tears aren't the best lube for anal. It's blood. <laughs> <laughs> but and there's half a dick joke. Uh, but um, but anyway. Uh, so yeah, you know, like I, I thought it was that. I thought it was pots. Doctors thought it was like a, a rectal bleed. And you know, I got I got scheduled for a colonoscopy that I missed because I had to do uh, had to go do, uh, do a road trip. But in any case, um, I thought you know I thought it was that. But now, after you know, I, I, I read upon it some more and I, I looked at you know a few other things. It might be like the symptoms that I was that was that was presenting in me was because of COVID. I have a pre-existing condition. I have thalassemia. My red blood cells are abnormal as it was. So, um, according to you know a few of these articles and um, you know things that I read. Um, for severe infections, for severe cases, um, what usually presents is low hemoglobin, low uh, immunoglobin, and hypoxia, which were my fucking symptoms, you know. So, um, yeah, like I think that this whole thing was completely COVID related. And when I was talking to Homeboy yesterday, uh, we pretty much agreed that, holy shit, my infection was severe. Yeah. And, and, you know, I told my wife about it and it was like, and she, and she said, well, you were fucking miserable, you know, like yeah. I, I, for me to be, for me to feel like my entire body is on fire, like I'm an exposed nerve. Yeah. Makes sense that it was pretty fucking severe. Yeah. So I seriously, I, it, I was, you know, my, my mother-in-law who's a nurse said, yeah, you should go because you're either going to have a heart attack or stroke. Right. So get your ass in there now. So yeah, that's that's my, you know, my hemoglobin uh yeah. rant. Yeah. Well, it's like but, I said like I said before, like this virus likes to be likes to hang out in blood-rich areas and somehow, you know, it reduces your oxygen levels aside from just attacking your lungs. 
right, and just completely destroying them, it also reduces your oxygen levels among, you know, other other parts of your body. So, yeah. you know, yep. it's weird. It's a crazy-ass virus, man. Yeah, it does a and, bunch of shit, and that's that's the part that, that I don't think these people who don't want to get vaccinated understand, is like, mm-hmm. you can lose your taste permanently or have yeah. it fucked off. It's brain damage. It, yeah, it can overcomplicate your already complicated medical status. Yeah. Um, you would hate to catch COVID and then go home and give it to your grandma and then she dies or right. give it to another loved one and then die. And even though the virus, does, uh, the vaccine doesn't stop transmission, although they say it may limit it, it would limit the effects of COVID. To some degree, so it you know, it, it can well, limit your ability to be hospitalized. It can limit your yeah. ability to actually die. Well, from- think about it this way. Think about it this way, right? Like in the future, if you know, uh, if you've had COVID, there's a good chance that your health insurance rates could go up. Mm-hmm. And no one's ever that. thought about that, right? No one's yeah, ever thought about that. that. Like you know, your health insurance rates could go like, oh, you had COVID. Oh, we're gonna have to treat you something different. So guess what? Your your insurance rates are gonna go up, or oh, we're gonna have to pay you because we're gonna have to treat you something special. You know that kind yeah. of a thing. No one's ever That's, thought about. It. Like that could happen. You know, maybe they maybe they may not insure you because you have you have had COVID. You know, yeah. like you never that know. You just point. don't know. Yeah. You know, you know what's interesting is um, when I told Homewood that I lost my, I, I couldn't smell. Uh, I didn't lose my taste, but I felt like shit. Um, you know, we, we, we were talking about, like, I was keeping him updated with, with what's going on with me in one of our conversations. He said, uh, something, it had something, something to do with blood. Yeah. He had mentioned something about something about, uh, internal organs and blood, you know? And I'm like, when I, when I look back, you know, as we're having this conversation now, it's like, it's homeboy Damas. <laughs> You know, like it wasn't, it wasn't that far off, really. Correction, it's home, it's homie Domus. Homie, homie there Domus. you go, homie Domus. I stand corrected, homie Domus. You know, so it's like, it's, 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 it's crazy, right? Like all this shit happened that seemed to be unrelated is fucking related. Yeah. You know, like, um, I could have been a negative outcome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could have had a negative outcome, like stroked out. When they said you could have stroked out, I'm like, what? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it was crazy, crazy, dude. Man. That's crazy. But I, you know, I, I was I was uh, released from the hospital the next day. I was kept overnight. Uh, did my transfusion, you know, um, and I got another I got another blood test a week later, and my hemoglobin was fine. Like right. my iron is still low because of my thalassemia, but that's expected. Yeah. You know, uh, but my hemoglobin was fine and I'm, I'm cool now. I'm good. You right. Know? So, um, I, I'm leaning towards, I'm heavily leaning towards this is COVID related. This is another complication that needs to be investigated because yeah. this was a medically significant anecdote, um, for me. And I'm sure it's yeah. happened a lot because yeah. people are writing about it. You know, yeah. it's uh, it didn't just happen to me. You know what I mean? Like it's happened to other people, and I think enough people have experienced that it needs to be investigated. Yeah, it needs to be looked on. You know what I mean? It needs to be studied. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, it's insane. Like, like, uh, like Kate Jones said, the, 
these are the things that people don't think about and they don't understand, you know, with with this this uh, objection to the vaccine. It's like it's not what you see on TV or what they say in the media isn't the only thing that's happening. There's yeah. a whole slew of other shit that happens during and after. This yeah. is why this and is a, so and novel. The only thing they talk about on the news is how many people survived and how many people died. And so, yeah, right. like, the survivor rate is like 1%.116 something, right? But when you calculate that for the U.S. population, that's around 5 million people. Now, yeah, do we right. want to do absolutely nothing and let your immune system handle it so we can get herd immunity and lose 5 million people in the process? Yeah. And then yeah. that's going to flood the, the, the medical system. So then we're going to have uh, indirect deaths for people who we are, can't. We've already had them. We've already I had mean, them. I know, but I'm just saying it's going to compound that number, right? Some veteran so, died of gall. Some veteran got, you know, died from because his gallbladder went kaput on him and he couldn't get surgery for it. And then someone just recently had died of a heart attack after or a cardiac arrest after having been turned away from 27 hospitals. Yeah. Because right. they, they didn't have any beds to put them in. Okay. So, so, right. that, so that's the other part. Like if we don't check this shit soon enough we're going to have all these secondary or, or indirect deaths yeah mm -hmm. then yeah. after people have gotten it we're going to have a group of people that has these adverse effects from surviving the shit so yeah right. like you know they're not throwing up the 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 numbers of like how many people have getting gotten away from the virus scot-free you yeah. know what i'm saying right like you got you got better and you'll have no after effects nothing yeah negative. You know, or, yeah. or any negative effects that you did have afterwards have worn off. Well, that you know, leads into like, the, nobody that leads, tracking all that shit. Well, that leads into the reason why you know the government is feeling like it needs to establish it needs to establish mandates yeah. because mm -hmm. you know motherfuckers are just being stubborn and hardheaded for no goddamn reason other yeah. than you know because Trump said so. Right, and I swear people are acting. It's kind of like a. It's almost the same. Um, bullshit when people say we're losing the freedom of speech and i'm like no the government is not running in your house and shooting you because of what you said on the internet yeah like right. that's that's stopping your freedom of speech an yeah. organization just saying hey these are our standards and this is what you have to adhere to is something else yeah if, that's right. why they have those terms and that's how they have the terms and conditions agreement that you fucking click on that you, you don't read yeah right so like well, i was I talked about earlier, I was talking to an actor who basically doesn't want to get vaccinated um, just because he doesn't want to get vaccinated, you know? And he thinks man, uh, the mandates are causing discrimination against him. Yeah. He's saying he lost like two or three jobs because he wasn't vaccinated and wouldn't get vaccinated. And I'm right. like, well, you, you know, um, if somebody gets sick or, or say you make the principal person sick, you know, no, same. yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, what if you get sick and then you get other people on set sick? Right. Then you're going to slow down production. Well, that, that's what right. I told them. I'm like, you could you could put production to a halt. Like, right. okay, for, for instance, uh, Twilight, while filming Batman, got sick. Yeah. Right? So mm -hmm. they probably moved on to other things. But what happens if he had the uh, a negative outcome? Yeah. Right. What happens to that Batman movie now? Yeah. What happened? Right. So, like, they just spent like half the budget. So now they just scrapped the whole movie all together. All the people who are on staff there now 
don't get paid that what they were expected to be paid. Uh, what if he threw, I don't know how he got it, but say he got it by fucking around offset, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Bringing hoes into the hotel, whatever. Fuck, right. right. And he came back and he gave his co-star or the craft services person or anybody else the virus and they had a negative outcome. Yeah. Then that that person who who has a negative outcome, family might be able to sue the production. Yeah. For right. not having, you know, keeping shit safe. You yeah. know so like there's I will all, tell you I'll, all these I'll tell cases you. that nobody's talking about. I'll tell you how I'll tell you how they get a Twilight to if he died like halfway through the movie they wouldn't scrap it. You just never see Bruce Wayne after the half first half of the movie. Right. <laughs> well, so that's just one conundrum, right? Like, you know, the financial monetarily issues. But yeah. you know, well, if well I may, it's all about that. It's all about right, right, right. I mean, yeah, like, I, I believe like, on some level that our production we, level, we live in a uh, capitalist society. And everything is based on our mean, our means of production, and production right. around the globe is low because of the virus and the social distancing that has to take place to make oh, sure yeah, absolutely. That you don't lose yeah. everything, right? So right now there's there's uh, like I, I'm in the cameras and shit, right? So mm-hmm. there are camera shipments that are late where people can't get new cameras because there's no chips. Yeah, right. Car, cars aren't being made. Cars aren't right. being made, or they're being made, but they don't have the chips to make them operate because the whole production line because of COVID has been slowed down. So, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely on a macro level, yes, that is a conundrum. That's, that's you know, that's what it boils down to. But there's also this ethical question uh, uh, with, you know, not getting vaccinated and herd immunity. It's like, like you said earlier. You know, one percent of our population is what roughly five hundred million or five million. Um, right? Yeah, yeah, like five million. Yeah, so what? It's like, uh, what percentage of our population? Like one point one 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 two nine seven eight to the. Oh yeah, that's that's about five million. Yeah. Yeah. So dead. Are we right? So are we willing to? If if you're willing to uh, have that many people die. Just so we could have herd immunity, right? Yeah. Um, you're. you're you, if you're okay with that, then you should be okay with a fucking vaccine that has a mortality rate or, fatal, or a fatality rate of less than one percent. Yeah. You well, know that, what I mean? That's one like, other thing. Yeah. It's and like, so, like, on, on an ethical, you know, from from uh, an ethical dimension, it's like, wait a minute. Um. You're, you're gonna lose. You're likely to lose less people with a fucking vaccine that will help prevent this shit from happening to you again, or at least will. Yeah, will, will, it will. It'll help you from getting uh, the, the Rona, from transmitting the Rona, and if you do get it, maybe from dying. Right. Yeah. If well, you're okay other, with that, why not just go thing, do that? That's the other thing I'm gonna have to research. Is like, what are the adverse effects to taking ivermectin? And, right. and contrast those against those of vaccines. You mean besides sterility? Oh, oh, that's one of them. Sterility, yeah. And I think uh, I think it could cause uh, kidney and or liver damage. Oh yeah, it's that thing. It's that thing. Yeah. You know, okay, with <laughs> with the kitchen sink that he threw at, that he threw at himself. Yeah. I'm surprised that Joe Rogan's liver didn't fail. Right. I oh, know. Give, it, give, give it time. Give it time. You know, it don't all happen at once. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes it's a slow road to, yeah. to uh, you know, like an alcohol uh, alcoholic doesn't kill his uh, liver in one right. drink. You know, it's true. Well, it yes. it takes several. It takes right. several. So yeah. like yeah. he might take taking this shit, and it's it's no, you know, like it 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 put a chink in the armor, or I don't want to say chink because that's supposed to be a negative thing uh-huh. or whatever, but it puts a crack in the armor, and then. As he does his regular shit, like, oh, go out with the boys and drink and sniff cocaine occasionally, that crack gets bigger and bigger now that it's been there, you know, and never right. gets repaired, you know? Right. Yeah. So I mean, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. You know, like I said before, this kind of rhetoric is frightening. Yeah. My yeah. thing is nobody can explain to me why, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, if, if it's a vast conspiracy, what's the goal? You know, like before we hopped on, I saw a post where somebody was going in on Bill Gates, who's a proponent of vaccines and whatnot, saying that we need to depopulate the earth in a TED talk or whatever the fuck. (laughs) And we can do it through vaccines. I don't watch TED talks um, anymore, but um, I'm like, I'm sure that's not the total, you know, statement. He's like, hey, we're going to poison the world with with vaccines. I think he's talking about we're going to eradicate disease right. and try to eliminate uh, poverty because when people move up from poverty, they, they have, have less, less children. children. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, like there's this disingenuousness when 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 pushing that narrative because that's not the goal, right? Yeah. That's right. not the end goal. It's like, hey, we're going to give these vaccines and kill people or make them sterile so they can't have babies, and that'll help depopulate the planet. Like that part is bullshit. Um, just pull out, just pull out, and we'll be all right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But we already know that that poor people have more uh, babies than people yeah. with more resources. Like that, yeah. is weak. Like, you know, <laughs> unless you're unless you're unless you're Mormon, um, you know, and, and living in a rich area, you're not having a lot of babies. You know, I'm a, you I'm, know? I'm I'm gonna talk. I got I got a fucking daycare in my house. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, did you spawn all of them? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, I that's the difference. <laughs> uh, you know, but but the vaccines help because basically when people die in poor-ridden countries that have ailments, they have to replenish that population. So people are having more children because of the survival rate. Yeah. You know? Right. So I'm going to go for 10 because only two in the long run is going to survive. So if yeah, they right. can reduce the deaths, then people wouldn't feel the need to have so many children. Yeah. And so like, yeah. so like there's all this disingenuousness about a lot of these um, people on the internet posting memes and, and making videos about it that are, that are not really talking about the full the full breadth of what's being said. They're only taking that snippet and then most yeah. people are not going through and doing the deeper research to find out like what's the full statement and why does he say this shit? They just go like, see, I told you. Y'all better not uh, take the vaccine and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. adversely affecting my community because we are paranoid as fuck about right. the government. You know, yeah. understandably. But then you have to look at the bigger picture. White nations are taking vaccines. Some white mm-hmm. nations have 100% to 90%, 90% to 100% uh, complete uh, vaccination rate. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, why, you know, like if it was focused or targeted and it was only like here or there, there'll be a problem. It was like if they weren't offering um, poor neighborhoods the vaccine, 
then black people be pissed off. Oh, you know, yeah. and then the fact that they It'd tried to fucked. put us in it, being in front of the line, they're like, "Oh, what's this? Oh, you're gonna treat me first? I don't trust right. you." You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's a no-win situation with it. Um, even though, like, statistically, because like even I was paranoid and I waited in, until I had to take it uh, to take it. Um, it's because it was kind of fresh. It did roll out fast for me. Um, it was new technology. And, and everything else. And I was, you know, for the most part, completely um, isolated at home. So I'm like, I don't really go outside. So I'm less at risk than the average person. So yeah, right. I can wait until other people um, take it, people that I know have taken it. I haven't seen anybody drop dead from it. Okay, I think it's safe. I'll take it and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, it, yeah. and it's not a cure-all. So I might have to take another shot next year. Because there's right. other variants of this uh, virus, and they're going to come up boosters. with other vaccines to fuck with that shit. Yeah. So we're probably taking these booster shots for for years to come until they get a handle on the shit. Because the opposite is, uh, keep your ass in the house, uh, low production rate for the country, money yep. runs short, food the runs short. Tanks again, yeah. We're economy consumers, tanks again. Yeah, we're a consumer yeah. society. I mean, like, but e- even shit. if we, but even if we weren't, it would still be the same problem. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. It's yeah. like if if there's if we can't go outside and work amongst each other to produce the things that society needs, then where does that leave all of us? Yeah. You know what I'm That's saying? True. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's like governments run on people doing work. So why would the government be putting in a vaccine something that would do harm to you to where it would stop you from making money and paying taxes? That doesn't yeah. make sense. That's true. You know? right. And that's, that's why. I can't see this as a conspiracy and my tinfoil hat is not on, unlike those twin times. Right. <laughs> see, I can, I, can, I can draw straight lines about 9-11. Right. I can draw t- mm-hmm. two straight lines even. How about that? But I can't right. draw any straight lines with uh, the conspir- vaccine conspiracy because yeah. there's, the, like, there's nothing popping up about it that's yeah. actually valid. You yeah. Know? Right. So it's it's nuts, man. It's just now, this whole my, fucking thing is nuts. No, but, but here's the deal. Like, so the guy I talked about, uh, the actor I talked to, he basically saw this as discrimination. Right. Like he's being discriminated against. He's what white people would have said. He's what white people would have said. Pulled out the black card. Yeah. Right. He's like, well, it wasn't back. He's like, I'm being discriminated against because I won't get vaccinated. You right. Know? So yeah. it's this, this new form of discrimination where I'm like, no, dude, like there's literally always been vaccination mandates. Yeah. Like if right. a kid wants to go to public school, it right. has to take shots. Exactly. If you want to travel, if you wanted to just travel out of the country, you needed to get shots. If you go mm-hmm. to the wrong places, because he asked me, he's like, well, I've been to Italy and I've been there, been to Brazil. I had to take shots. I'm like, well, you were you were in a Western state and you were born here. So you've already had the fucking shots. But if you yeah. want to go to Ghana, you got to get a yellow fever shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you want to go to Haiti, you got to get a whole bunch of shots to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't want you bringing nothing in and we don't want you bringing nothing back. Yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> you know what exactly. I'm saying? If you go to India, you're probably going to have to take shots. I don't know. Um, we didn't take shots. <laughs> we took malaria pills. Yeah, yeah. No, but 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 the military gave y'all a bunch of shots. Period. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. You, don't know, you don't know what's in those. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. Like, what, they, one, of the, one of the first things they do is fucking give you a peanut, a penicillin shot. They call yeah. it the peanut butter shot in your butt. Yeah. Ooh. I got six shots in the arm and then the peanut butter shot. Yeah. 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 That so was like, fun. And, and you know what? Contrary, contrary to popular belief, right? Like, if you're in the military, you can, you can uh, turn down having to take that vaccine. However, there are consequences for, you know, not getting vaccinated. It's called a page 13. Yep, I was and just going to page 13. And you get enough of those. I mean, the Navy will just kick you out for failing yep. to, you know, failing to adapt to military life or some other shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like as a discipline problem. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so that that's my thing. Like, okay, they're mandating for the military to take it, right? So to keep your job. Yes. Yes. No. No. If, no. No. If you but, don't take it, you know, the military is going to be like, fine. Bye. Yeah. Right. Now, my question is, why would they give a harmful vaccine to the military that does the government's bidding? Right. That would yeah. be done. Right. That would yeah. be totally it would be absolutely. Yes, it would so, be. Yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, all the people who are getting it, the rich people are taking it and not talking about it. Mm-hmm. The yep. military is about to be forced to take it. Yep. Why would all the, federal yeah. workers, all federal workers, too. Why, like, the why, IRS, the FBI. Yeah. yeah. Why would the government put its workers, its defense lines, and everything else, the people who do their bidding, yeah. give them something that's harmful for their system? So that Bill Gates yeah. can track that, them all. <laughs> well, no, no. But I'm saying that that doesn't track in, in, in sense, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Then the government would be defenseless uh, and would right. have minions to do their bidding. So right. it doesn't right. make sense that they would be giving something harmful or deadly to Yo, those people. Which, yeah. Well, that's which, because well, that's because the government. Well, that's because the government's in on the whole Bill Gates conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> look, this look this this thing is 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 polarizing, and it shouldn't be. No, no. True. Well, that, that's the thing. I'm like, I understand a little pushback at the beginning, but after uh-huh. we got like half, because I think half the nation has been vaccinated. Like once we get the, to the halfway point and six months to a year in with this shit, yeah. and ain't nobody dropping off and turning into zombies, just yeah. take the fucking shot and move on. Look, like, I'll, I'll is that you- one in a million chance? That you fucking might get something that gives you like a, a neurological disorder or or some other shit that fucks you up. That's I'll tell you. You mean like tell, you mean like look, religion? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly when this will turn around. Right. This will turn around when kids start dying from this shit. Yeah. Right. You know because well, you know think about how people got scared of Zika and it's simply because right. they're you know kids were being born without a brain or some shit you know, like that. Right. That yeah. is well. Well, that's that question. The, the the symptoms aren't severe enough and, and 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 visible enough for people to have panic. Yeah. Right. So like you we know. need right set of symptoms to scare the shit out of people to be like, oh, I'll take anything you get give me to make sure that shit doesn't happen again. Yeah. But the kids, you're right. When the kids get them, because like right before we we started recording, um, one of my homegirls who's like all into health healing and non traditional medicine, uh. She hit me up with a picture of her fucking Vax card. And I was like, what made what made the difference? Uh, what what changed your mind? She's like, well, my husband works at a school. It was mandated and kids aren't vaccinated. And so he could basically track that shit home and give it to me. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. So it's just and like, and she and she and she 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 has a few unique uh, like she's had a, a heart heart surgery. Yeah. I forgot mm-hmm. what where like. She could have died. Um, yeah. And it 
she went blind because of it um and had to have cornea replacements yeah Damn. Um, you know what i'm saying so like she if she gets the shit because she has something blood related right she's at risk of a negative outcome yeah Same with me yeah. you know what i'm saying well, so that's I, the i don't want booty blood yeah right. <laughs> Well, that's that's the question I asked uh, someone. I was having a conversation with this person. Uh, it, this was last year when you know with vaccines weren't out yet. Um, it was still being talked about. Uh, uh, fucking Puto in chief was still president. Yeah. And and this person was you know a, a Trump supporter, a Trumper. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, you know a puto lover. Whole, exactly. A puto <laughs> lover. So the uh, the question I asked her is so you think this is a conspiracy but let's let's put that away for a minute right um i asked her if your life if if there's a chance that you could get it or if if you get it right and you die yeah if that if that like does that idea you know make you want to get the vaccine or make you want to wear a mask she said you know what if it's my time to die it's my time to die so I said, okay, let's flip this around then. If it was one of your children who got it and died, does that idea change your mind? If one of your grandchildren got it and died, does that make you change your mind? You know, and it's, it's one of those tough questions. And it's like the, 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 the answer was, you know, this circular nonsensical argument. Yeah. And it was just you didn't answer my question right it's just, because, just, because she's just trying to be right at that point rather right. than just admit like you know what no i would not want exactly. to be one of my kids and 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 the thing is you know like they they will try their hardest to backwards r- rationalize uh what i call what i call uh the the what is it the, the hamster wheel <laughs> No, no, no! It's the Olympics, the fucking mental gymnastics. Mental gymnastics, yeah. Yeah. Olympic like level they, mental they, gymnastics. They will do an Olympic level mental gymnastics performance just so they confuse you, or not answer your question. Yeah. You know, and it, it's they'll, like they'll dance around it, they'll finger fuck it, but they yeah. won't ever, you know, like, directly answer it. Nothing, nothing that I heard was even close to a response or not a response because she do respond but an answer to my question like yeah if, if your grandchildren got it and died you know like if that doesn't put fear or not That's necessarily simple, fear and the thing is is your question is a simple yes or no like there's only right. one of two possible outcomes to that question you exactly. know it didn't you didn't ask for all of that uh, anything else other than a yes or a no exactly yeah, I mean, it's crazy because it's, it's, it's like it's such a big list of denial shit, right? Involving all of this. No, I don't want to social distance. No, um, I don't want to wear a mask. No, I don't want to take the vaccine. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, no, I don't want my kid to wear a mask at school. You know, what I'm saying? like right. it, it's like any level of control. You know, because right. even, even the dude uh, that I was that I was debating with, the actor, he was like. Stay, stay safe and compliant, man. Bye. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> the cognitive dissonance. Yeah, I'm like, uh, well, that's the thing. I was like, are these motherfuckers just being contrarians? Yes. You know it, what I'm saying? Might. 
for no yeah. fucking reason. I don't, no, you know, it is. Yeah. That's what they are doing. They're just being contrarians, just because, you know, they've they've bought in and they don't want to be wrong. Yeah, because like a, a cop I know, he was like, man, people out here losing their businesses and their lives. I'm like, they could be losing their life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, right. like so, a, exactly. a business can be remade, right? Like, I don't yeah. really give a fuck about the economy in the sense of businesses going out of business because yeah. as soon as things bubble back, somebody will come in right. and replace. Yeah. Yes, business is a risk. And if you're a small business and you don't get bigger, you're bound to get rolled over. You yeah, know what right. I'm saying? Um, you put yourself at risk by not being bigger. Um, that's just the roll of the dice. But I can't hold up your business and put other people's lives at risk because yes, you want to sell the point. That is that is the point uh, of you know this whole conversation right there. It's like, yeah. look, if you don't value your fucking life, fine. Think about your kids though. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, do you yeah. value your children's lives? Do you value your family's life? Do you value your sister's life, your dad's life, your mom's life? Like, and come on. This is why yeah. I always appreciate a movie that'll kill a kid, especially kill him on screen. I appreciate mm-hmm. it because most movies run from that shit. Um, yeah. If you, like me, have the same belief, watch the, the uh, series on Netflix called T- uh, Ten Star. Yeah. Uh, it opens with a kid getting murked. Oh man! <laughs> I was Shit, like, man. I was like, as soon as I watched it, I'm like, I'm gonna be up all night. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. So, like, you know, Homeboy and I had this discussion, uh, or this was part of a discussion that we had previously. I just don't remember when exactly, but you know, the if you want to see a person's mental compass or uh, not mental, um, moral compass, right? You look at the way they treat the most vulnerable of us. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. that ex- th- that sentiment extends to that. To extends to this COVID thing, you know, like this. <laughs> you, our children are very are the most vulnerable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you not getting a vaccine, or you like being contrarian, whatever your fucking reason is for not getting the vaccine, right? Yeah. That that kind of, that lead that that is related, or you know that that shows how you're willing to treat the most vulnerable of, you know, of us. That's scary. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get too emotional about it, but it's, it's, it's a very, you know, it's an important discussion to have. It's, you know, this, this should be part of our discourse and that it it shouldn't like the, the, the conversations that we have now. Right. I mean, it's, it's fucked up. Right. We need to have better conversations about the shit. You know what I mean? Like real yeah. actual discourse. If we're, we're not going to get anywhere otherwise. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm just ready for them to just um, force a mandate on everybody and let the war begin. Asteroid 2022. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, Some say a comet will fall from the sky, followed, <laughs> followed by meteor showers and tidal waves. Um, have we have we have we had our fill? We've had our fill. Yeah. Okay, I would like to end with two two things of note. Okay. Uh, All right. Wu-Tang Clan uh, Saga is back on Hulu. Okay. Um, that's, that's on my queue. And, and uh, I've already watched the first four episodes. Loving the show. Uh, please watch it. Because um, Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang Clan is the... Um, what's that band that, that never stops 
uh, touring Deadheads. The what's, Rolling what's Stones. The Rolling Stones. Oh, the Grateful no. Dead. Great, yeah, they are the Grateful Dead of hip hop. <laughs> I like it. Like, I like it. Like literally, like one year, I tried to make it to one of their shows on my birthday, and I listened to my friends who say they always go on late, so I didn't rush. I went late when I got there. Literally, they they were on their last three songs, <laughs> and, oh, I, and I was like, "Fuck!" So then the next year on my birthday, they were doing the um, 25th anniversary of their first album, where they performed the whole album, and then yeah. you know, like that was a part of the thing. And I was like, "That's perfect," because I want to hear every song front to back, all the way through. Yeah, so. That's what's up. I, I got tickets. My girl didn't want to go with me because she didn't want to stand up all the time, all day. My other homie, who was a big Wu Tang guy, he wasn't available. So I ended up going to a show for the first time by myself. Right. Um, happened to go to a venue where I've been before, and ran into a Wu Tang family. So yeah. it was like oh, a husband shit. and wife, um, a daughter and a nephew, uh, all Wu Tanged out. Um, end up talking to the wife real quick. Because I thought uh, MC Light was going to be performing. And then, you know, so we started talking and then she like quickly introduced me to her husband. <laughs> I was like, I'm not I'm not hitting on you. I'm just asking you about right. the show, yeah. which was kind of odd. So I ended up talking to, to them and everything else. And I told them like, oh, I was here before. And my experiences at a um, Killer Mike Run the Jewels performance where it was like mosh pits and shit like that and everything else. Yeah. So as the show proceeds mosh pits start to jump off right and like what happened in the other show at, at the uh it was like three guys with their girlfriends and we all kind of made a line and made sure that our girls stayed in front of it and people couldn't you know like we basically mm -hmm. protected our girls as a unit right right and mm -hmm. so this shit pops off and now here is me and him protecting his daughter and his wife from <laughs> this giant mosh pit that's happening Right. And fights that are breaking out behind us. And he just yeah. looked at me and gave me the look. He's like, thanks, man. You know? <laughs> and so, like, we just rocked out during the whole concert. You know what I'm saying? We were just in the same little area. And then afterwards, you know, they thanked me, said what's up. And I was like, oh, let me get a picture, you know, to commemorate this since I'm not here with people that I, I love. Mm -hmm. um, let me take with you. <laughs> and then his wife was like, you got Facebook? I was like, yeah. He's like, he got Facebook. He, give me your shit. You know, like she made me make friends with her husband, yeah. <laughs> which is which was fucking cool. And so, you know, we've been Facebook buddies and Instagram buddies here and there, but I haven't been able to see him because a virus popped out like the next year. Yeah. So I was like, I was planning on like, oh, I'll see you at the next Wu Tang event, yeah. or or we'll figure out a way to you know kick in some other capacity. But um, the virus fucked that all off, and yeah. like literally uh, the other day. Um, he posted that the Wu-Tang shit was out and I was like, oh man, I gotta put this on my list. I'm gonna watch this shit tonight. He's like, dude, I was just talking about you to the homies about that night we met. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, it's a story in both of our heads because like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, you had generations like his high school daughter, his his uh, junior high school nephew, his wife, and I think me, me, him, and his wife are all around the same age. Yeah. Um, but their whole fucking family listens to Wu-Tang. And then right. when I looked across yeah. the crowd, it was a mix of people at a mix of ages, but they were all Wu-Tang down. And yeah. it was a hell of a good show. Performed yeah. all these songs, and then they did like 40, they did 45 minutes to kill the album, and then they did another 45 of 
each member doing their uh, a medley of their best hits. God you damn! How long were you there? Two, two, two and a half hours or so. Shit. I, well, I, that's I was just that just like eight no, hours. that was just that was just their performance. There were still opening acts and shit to be still. Yeah. So like, I, plan ain't nothing to fuck I, with. I got Wu-Tang there at eight. Plan ain't nothing to fuck with. I got there at eight. We didn't leave till eleven, eleven thirty. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome fucking show. If you get a chance to see Wu Tang with the whole group, I suggest you go see it. You're gonna meet new friends. <laughs> and yep. it, it'll probably be a life altering positive uh event. Right. Um second uh I want to talk about and I don't know if we want to go in this in depth at another time, but I like to say rest in peace to the actor Michael K. Williams, yeah. who played Omar yeah. on the wire, who passed away. Um dude was a real awesome guy. And I'm Yeah, sad well to- we'll talk about fentanyl and cocaine the next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um it's weird, you know. What I'm saying yeah. he was one of my one of my favorite actors who never got to that upper tier, but I felt yeah. like he belonged. The, the Denzel level. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, right on. Rest in peace to that dude. He, he was he was a good dude. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Yeah, rest well, in that's peace. It. Hold on, if I may. That one last thing. Just a quick shout out uh, to uh, uh, I, like I said in the last podcast, I've been playing a lot of Division or Division Two more specifically. Just want to give another shout out to the AIM guys. Uh, if you guys like PvP, player versus player uh, footage um, content, uh, check them out on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, they stream almost daily. Uh, check out Dead Eye Lotus, uh, Cold Boy, uh, Unknown One Z One, Gage Grizzly. Um, God deletes, uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, wavy. Uh, also, another shout out to he. This person, he's not uh, AIM, but he's cool as fuck. Uh, Coke Ev, K O K E underscore E V. Uh, he also streams almost daily. Um, cool dude. Uh, just uh, just want to give a shout out to them. You know, the, um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of of their content. And they're, and, and they're all like chill, cool guys. Like, uh, they, you know, they get a lot of hate because they're good. Um, but you know, I mean, this, this expected, you know, so yeah. anyway, uh, that's it. All right. Cool beans. Well, thank you for joining us audience. Uh, this is the end of part two. Uh, stay tuned for part <laughs> one. one? <laughs> <laughs> That's that's so Chino and Homeboy. Like we're we're putting out part two first, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, on brand. Follow us. Follow us this, on this Twitter. This show is now called Homeboy and Chino. Right? <laughs> yeah. Back back in the turnstile, right? Yeah. Um, with Hate Jones. But follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got other videos on there besides this one. So, you know. Uh, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and peace out, people. Yeah, also check out Trade Designs if you need any design work. That's right. Indeed. Hey, 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 gang. All right. Until <laughs> next time, homies. Peace. peace. Hey, what's up, homies? You like that shit? Then hit up that like button. Let us know what you think in the comment section. 
And if you didn't like that shit, then we hope you have a better time fucking yourself. But the rest of you homies, go check out another video. Peace.